Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily for Tuesday, the 11th of September, 2012. A somber day for the United States as we remember the lives lost 11 years ago. I'm Todd Lassa from Motor Trend, bringing you the happier news from the world of cars. First up, some short tidbits. GM is lending a helping hand to those less fortunate. It's partnered with a Detroit charity to turn leftover sound deadener into insulated garments for homeless people. The company donated enough material to make 400 of these coats that can convert into sleeping bags. Honda announced pricing for the new Accord. The ever-popular sedan starts at $21,680. The coupe's base MSRP is a little bit more at $23,350. These prices exclude about $800 for shipping and handling. The 2013 Accord should start arriving at Honda dealerships across the U.S. on September 19th. Speaking of money, Chrysler's SRT Group revealed what the next-gen Viper is going to cost. This 10-cylinder supercar opens up at $97,395. The hopped-up GTS model starts at $123.95, about one Accord Coupe more than the standard Viper. Prices exclude two grand in destination charges. Despite a slowdown in the market, Volkswagen expects strong sales in China next year. According to Bloomberg, the chairman of the company, Ferdinand Piak, predicts VW Group sales will grow by at least 9% in 2013. So far this year, the company's sales are up 10%. VW is investing $18 billion in China through 2016 to boost production in the country. General Motors is refuting a Reuters report from yesterday that says the company is losing nearly $50,000 on every volt it builds. The company says Reuters' number is wrong because it distributes product development costs across the number of volts sold instead of distributing it across the lifetime volume of the program. GM says the technology will be used in several future products, which will help bring down manufacturing and purchasing costs. GM says this will eventually lead to profitability for the Chevrolet Volt and its other EVs. Is there an automaker more resilient than Chrysler? How many times has this company bounced back from the brink of oblivion? Now with Fiat at the helm, it's doing it again and it's doing it properly. Pentastar product is the best it's ever been and it's going to get even better. Dealers just got a sneak peek at what's in the pipeline. The Wall Street Journal reports dealers were shown about half a dozen new models that are due to land in showrooms over the next year and a half. That lineup supposedly included a completely overhauled Chrysler 200 sedan with a nine-speed automatic transmission and up to 38 miles per gallon. It could hit the streets in the first quarter of 2014. A new small Jeep and an overhauled Liberty were also revealed, as was a new model called the Chrysler 100, which is based on the Dodge Dart. Exciting times. Up next, my thoughts on how GM can get its European operations back on track. Reducing exhaust emissions. Airify diesel particulate filters. High filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability, 
DowAerify.com. I was one of the auto pundits who supported General Motors when it kept Opel Vauxhall rather than sell it to Magna. The question, in light of the European Union financial crisis, is whether there is a future there for anyone in the auto business. Even Volkswagen, which dominates Europe the way GM dominated the U.S. from the 1950s to the 70s, has reportedly sliced its internal European sales targets by 150,000 units for the rest of 2012. Like North America before the GM and Chrysler bankruptcies, Europe has too much capacity. GM's recent alliance with Peugeot Citroën PSA looks like a bad idea, but keeping Opel Vauxhall remains a good idea. Western Europe is still a big, important market, and every global automaker needs to be there. Interim GM Europe Chief Steve Gursky must correct a long, steep slide that came when Jack Smith and Ignaki Lopez cheapened the brands. GM is trying to make Chevrolet its commodity brand in Europe and push Opel back to where it was through the 70s as a credible Audi competitor. This strategy will take time and money. Opel Vauxhall should get one of GM's new rear-drive platforms for a halo model or two, something even Audi can't do. The question is whether GM's current management has the patience and discipline to make this happen. Finally, a personal note. Eleven years ago today, on my 43rd birthday, I attended the Frankfurt Motor Show for the very first time. I was one of a handful of auto journalists who spent the next few days driving the new Civic SI hatchback through Germany as other American journalists waited for a flight that would allow them back into the United States after Osama bin Laden's terrorist attacks. On Saturday, September 15th, as part of that Honda press trip, we attended the first major race held at the new Lausitzring. We were heartened that each of the Indy cars in the race, piloted by an international cast of drivers, wore American flag decals in honor of those who died in New York, Washington, and Pennsylvania earlier that week. Alessandro Zanardi was leading the race in the closing laps when he pulled out of the pits on cold tires. He spun at turn one into the path of Alex Tagliani, who T-boned Zanardi's car. We watched in horror as a medevac helicopter stood by for what seemed like hours before Zanardi was flown to the hospital. When we boarded the bus for nearby Dresden, word was Zanardi had died. He survived, of course, though his legs were amputated. Last week, Zanardi won a gold medal in Paralympic cycling at the Brands Hatch Circuit. He finished 27 seconds ahead of the silver medalist. Now Zanardi wants to collect on Jimmy Vassar's promise that he could drive one of Vassar's Indy cars if he won gold. Zanardi's win serves as a reminder that IndyCar and F1 drivers are not the same as you and me. Alex Zanardi's competitive spirit and optimism serves as an honor to those who died four days before his terrible crash. And on that note, we've reached the end of the line for today's show. I'm Todd Loss of Motor Trend. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you next time.